Say good evening again. You're on? Okay. So yes, we have shared tonight because everybody's online and a lot of people are going to catch up hopefully tomorrow night on their way back. So uh, we don't want to miss one. We're going to start with a few in Yonim from last week and then, as promised, go back to the sugi with the malachim and the drawings, which has taken a life of its own. Some very fascinating marmachemists over the next two weeks. So... The Chamar Medina issue, before we finish with the beer and the wine. So I want to point out, I was doing a brief Chazara on the fact that Chamar Medina is a distant third. And I always like emphasizing that because people get a little drunk with the schnapps option. If you have it and that's your meaning for Shabbos afternoon, you can keep it. But if it's not your meaning, don't pick it up because of the sheer issue. How much you drink... And the fact that it's Chamar Medina, it's certainly not wine. And Pasha is not even grape juice. And Havdullah as well. Uh, I think I mentioned that uh, I know many elderly people who, my grandfather, one of them, Saif Yamov, like the last 40 years, he still made on orange juice because that was Spitz Chashivas in the 40s and 50s. And he couldn't handle grape juice or wine that well when... I say Saif Yem for the last 40 years. That's a little hyperbole, but Baruch Hashem, he lived to almost 100, and uh, he tried to watch what he ate and drank. So it was a Hamedina toward uh, the end of the 40 years. I started thinking about whether or not it's no longer Hamedina. Orange juice is not for breakfast anymore, or it's also for breakfast. I forget what the original uh, PR for it was, but it's not as fancy as it used to be. So now it would, it would be questionable, but that's how these... Minhagam came due to Shastachak, they couldn't afford, Schnapps is cheaper, orange juice wasn't cheaper, but orange juice was Chama Medina for many, many years because it was served for its chashivas. So I want to make one more comment on the grape juice aspect. I said that wine and grape juice is like one and then a close second, and then is a distant third. That's true. Happens to be the grape juice today, the number two slot is a little bit further than the number one slot. And that's a recent change because there is a shayla in the Paiskim, Shlomo Zalman talks about it and others, our grape juice is pasteurized. And whether it's a flash pasteurizer and they zap it once and whether that does anything for Bishol in terms of wine, different schmooze would make a lot of that also. But it's pasteurized and what they're trying to do in pasteurization is kill all the little microbes that can come up and haunt people. So they kill them all in one shot and it's much more shelf-stable. That's the good news. The other news is that when you kill all those microbes, it can never turn into wine. And you might wonder, why is that bad news? You're buying grape juice. If you want to buy wine, you know where to do that. The answer is, is that the reason why grape juice is a close second, as opposed to Hamadina, which is a distant third, is because the lumdus is grape juice is wine. Because in the time of the Gemara, as it describes, Sachar Anavim, why is that a funny expression? Sachan and he has grape juice, and they talk about grape juice. Why would you have that expression? The answer is, they never had any grape juice long-term. It was always immediate because it wasn't shelf-stable. And either made it into wine or it turned to vinegar. So they didn't have grape juice as a commodity. Now that we have refrigeration and they pasteurize it, it can last a long time, and even then, it doesn't last forever. So the reason the Pesachim are a little bit nervous about our grape juice is the fact that it's only a close second to wine if it has the properties of wine that it didn't ferment yet, but it could. And it's the same min, 
some mela, it's wine, so this is wine that fermented already, this didn't. Okay, so one has alcohol content, one doesn't yet. But it could, it can't, if you kill all the little things that make the alcohol content. So that's the kasha they ask, and that's a serious uh, kasha. The answer, we hope, is, because a lot of people use grape juice, shoes want wine, still a, number one, but grape juice is commonly used, and we don't, make a, we don't give this disclaimer that it's a distant third cousin. The assumption seems to be that the grape is the min that makes wine, so even though we happen to kill it, but when it was squeezed originally, it could have. The fact that an hour later, it's going to be toast, doesn't make a difference because it had its man where it could have turned into wine. That's the terrace. But the kasha is a question. Is a question. We hope the terrace is a terrace, but that's why well, it's still number two. What? No, it's still going to be pasteurized. That's the, the funny thing is that the non-mavushal is no. pasteurized. At, unless they sell one that they don't they pasteurize. Sold, but it's only oh, to answer season. this kasha. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Somebody came up with okay. this. And it this is the kasha. Oh, it's delicious. The Gemara talks about squeezing grapes. You know, grape juice is great. It's like squeezing pomegranates. Uh, that, maybe they pasteurize that also. But, I, you know, this is... Uh, and what's the mahusa? They say it's not so bad because it came out grape juice. Problem is, <laughs> the shayla I'm asking, at the time you're taking it, it can never become wine. So, that's how damn it has to be. It's a new shayla. This... The, Grape juice then was grape juice for the first day, and then they didn't keep it like that. Yeah? Is there any, any, um, any issue with the, if they have peach-flavored grape juice? Anything like once you're throwing in... That's a different problem. The whole thing, you want to... The spitz, mahadrin and ahadrin, for Ibercasis and Kiddush Navdola. If you want to be able to see all the shitas with the Rambam and everything, namavushal, wine, red, serious amount of alcohol content, not 3.5%. I usually chaz that around Pesach time, it's almost perm, or chaz that again. If you want to be Yetzi Evishita, but you have to be Yetzi Evishita for Kiddush and Abdullah, certainly for Kiddush by day, which is called Kiddush Araba, which is Lashin Saginahar, or to emphasize, you still got to do it, but it's Durabana. So, you have Machmer, one of them, Machmer, Leo Shabbos, Abrakesis, Pesumanisa, so we try to be Machmer, and then Zechel Adam, so we try to get red or not be over on Sphia by turning it red, at least. Put the red in first and then the white if you're doing it that way. So these are the various shitas. If all things are equal and you can handle wine, a decent percentage, why not be able to see all the shitas in Namavushal if you're not having anybody over that can cause a problem for the Namavushal status, which is a different issue. Certainly, Chatchidli try to be makbed on that. Okay, that's number one. Number two. So somebody sent in one of our regular listeners. I'm not going to mention names by the next two. Um, this one you'll understand why, although I'm sure he wouldn't mind. To be gone of, but I'm not going to mention it anyway. So he writes in, we're talking about the alarm clock, Derech Agav, with the fact that it's uh, Mutter and Mitzvah to use Shabbos morning. And the tie in, if you remember, was when do we make Zeras that would fit logically, but they didn't make a Zera on alarm clocks taping the things, even though Tzvi brought in a very nice that triangle thing with the cover, which is a good idea practically, but it's not also without it. So he said he can relate to the alarm clock suggestions. After 30 years of my waking up to a travel alarm clock, sounds like even during the week, my wife recently had enough. That's why I think I'll leave out the name. In case she's listening while he's listening. I'm sure he probably told her he's writing this. Uh, he's, she, she happens to be, I said this during this year, but this is a problem with the spousal responsibilities and obligations. 
especially Shabbos morning, when that's the only day she could probably sleep late. That's the only day you need this. I switched to a vibrating alarm watch band. I'm just doing this for the tzibur uh, for a schus uh, so you can figure something out. So far, the results have been positive. Main issue is you can't snooze it, which you don't want to do on Shabbos anyway. That's why I got the impression he's talking about Tuesday as well. And I'm not certain it would wake up every deep sleeper. It could be they offer electric shock models for deeper sleepers. I don't know if that's a joke or not. They probably do. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. But he says you can get it uh, for less than $5. And he has a uh, link here in case anybody wants it. But I'm happy that uh, people uh, across the board in various countries have had this issue and are dealing with it because they want to get to Shul to share on time. The next one, I'm also going to leave out the name because um, in case there's any pushback, I don't want the people marketing it to go after him, but I think he's 100% right, and a pretty sharp eye that he noticed it. There is a bag of lettuce over here. I didn't put this in the Miami cameras, so I just got that in. Regular bag of lettuce, and this is not a comment on the bugs or lack thereof. Either you have to check it very well in your light box or against the light on your window after you clean it. And take care of that. But this is not a comment. Everybody knows. Got to check lettuce for bugs. Um, iceberg. Got to check a little less than romaine. But you got to check. So this has nothing to do with kashras and lettuce. Because we wouldn't be talking about it now. Where in the sugya, it's, I had two more of these. I didn't even bring the second one. Yesterday was so bizarre. I didn't want to print it out. I'll, I'll wait a couple days and see what happens with it. But it was... Um, based on our missionary uh, discussions, where how it creeps in. So a guy sent something yesterday who he wanted to know if the advertising agency or the fund that was carrying it, uh, Christian or Jewish. Couldn't understand why he wrote that in the title of the email until I started reading what was in there. But I th- hope it was a, some, some missionary invaded the thing. I think it's a from site and started, it was a, it was a stock of drive to advertise for all sorts of wonderful things in Yeshua's and Nechamas and all sorts of brachas, which is gewaldic. And the middle of everything, in the end, it said, and you will get uh, Yashka's blessings also, and they're like the middle of everything. <laughs> so he got very nervous, rightfully so, and he sent me an email. Is this a site uh, Jewish or not? Should we do something? I said, the first thing you should do is find out if they know about it and then double-check. But after what we spoke about a few weeks ago, uh, nothing surprises me. Pretty shocking. But that's not in front of me because I'll wait to get the information. So this is a regular bag of lettuce, and it says it's Balonian Balonian Farms. Never heard of them. It's being sold in from stores. Not their fault. They probably didn't notice this because I wouldn't have noticed this. It's a tiny print. Uh, They write that a portion of the proceeds of this product goes to supporting Seeds in His Garden, a children's rescue home in Nairobi. Am I pronouncing that right? Kenya? Africa? Is that the name of the city? Nairobi. Right? Something like that? That's Gavaldi. What could be wrong? You're eating lettuce, hopefully got the bugs out, and you're putting children in Africa. What could be better? Uh, the problem is, uh, what struck, and, and once you point it out, and it's a big, bold letter, seeds in his garden. Anybody know what the problem here is? Well, what, what caught his eye? He's been listening to the sherm <laughs> for a long time. His. Who's his? Like, it's a strange world we live in. You gotta, and this is pretty prominent on the package. Um, if it's his, now the his is capital, but so is everything else. So that wouldn't be Araya. But you might want to know who he is if you're looking at these things. This is scary. This is Mamish Usser to buy. It's a regular bag of lettuce. I'm not blaming the proprietor. I just hope he went back and told him to get it out of the store. 
that some supplier is selling it. I don't know if it has a hechsher, if it doesn't, you've got to check it yourself. But you let it sell lettuce, what? Yeah, he looked it up, and it's a missionary group in Africa. <laughs> and his garden is, I won't tell you who, but it's not to mention them. Crazy. That's three in one. I don't look for these things, but that's three in one thing. So if you happen to go home for dinner tonight or tomorrow night and your wife says she found a new cheaper brand, first ask her about the bugs, then ask her about the missionaries. I'll let you. Well, you just walked in a minute late, but it is a problem. You got to check them, but that's not what we're discussing. No, the company Bodek. It's not Bodek. It's not Bodek. No. It's not Bodek. I said the name of the company. Is that the name of the company? Just if you happen to know anybody in the business of supplying things, um, please let them know. If you see anything about his or hers, however they frame it today, just find out who he is or she is. Or <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, um, anyway, just because you, you cannot buy lettuce, even if only giving five cents on the bag for missionary groups, even if it's only one cent. So live and learn. Okay. Now we get back to the subject which we give you the credit for. We brought this up a few weeks ago and it was only not gay to the other of what Azari and Yanam we were talking about, but because of the schutz of your question about the malachim, I decided to go back and make the uh, full set or two of Maya Mekaymas to really delve into the sun and the moon which we spoke about and the malachim aspect because the malachim aspect is not just about some nice father who's good at graphics making pictures of angels. It goes much deeper, and uh, the whole Sugi Malachim is going to be fascinating. I'm very happy we never would have had a chance to uh, cover this. So um, before we fly back into it, no pun intended, uh, one more email. Here I can say the name. Uh, it's Elio Sternberg, one of our regulars. He wants to know what age, it's a pretty loaded question, and I'm ha- happy he spelled it out, both for the Sugi of the Sun and the Moon, which always catches people by surprise, and the Chinuch aspect with what you could say, what you should say to your children when you don't agree with something the Rebbe or the Murrah did, which is the f- fifth time in two months we've had this, mostly with suns and moons, and we had some with smash cakes and cookies and birthday parties and other things like that. But this is uh, it's an important point on what to say and what not to say. So I'm going to his question. At what age should a parent tell their kids that there is an issue of drawing the sun and the like? Now, if you remember, we saw Moshe Shuva inside, the one we saw inside already, said that if they're so little that it doesn't look like anything, and we had some samples, then it's mutter, but why would you want to start training them so they get better at it, and when they get to Gil not to do it. That's the Ramesha, sounds like you shouldn't be doing it. The Ramesha we didn't see yet, because I saved it for the next part, says that he thinks that there's more of a svar that the heter of Lislamid, remember the sugi starts off with Rabbi Gamliel and his chart on the wall with the moon, so you can show the Adam. That's where we're going to start off uh, tonight or tomorrow night. And that's what he clearly said. You can teach people if it's Nagel or Halacha. So Amesha says that, he's going to say that even if it's not Nagel or Halacha or Maisa, but if it teaches you something, it's a chilek of Torah, and it helps you understand Torah, then that would be under the head of Islamid. He's going to quote Reyes Chaim Zanafil, who says not so. Reyes Chaim Zanafil says, ask me Nagel, and it's only if you can't figure it out, teach it any other way. But he's going to try to bring it right. We're going to get to that in Mr. Shem over the next week or so. So right away, you know, what age do you have to tell them? You should, if they know what they're doing or if they 
if they're two years old, three years old, it doesn't look like much. You don't have to stop them. You shouldn't encourage it because then they're just going to get better and then they're going to do it. And most of the time they're drawing just pictures of gardens and suns and moons. And it's not Islamic. The next part that Ramosha is no gay to. How would you explain to your kid if they ask that they see drawings of the sun from different pressure sheets? They're bringing home pressure sheets all the time with the suns and moons last time from Bracious to the end of Safe Bracious. And then we have all sorts of other pictures. And this comes up a lot. So. Makas Cheshach, by the way, has no, you bring up a Pashish to Makas Cheshach, that's the safest thing. Just, just put the printer on, use a lot of toner, but you can't go wrong. But I've seen Makas Cheshach pictures, I don't know exactly why they portray it this way, it's incorrect, that it was very dark, it was a picture of very dark Mitzrayim with stars. Well, then it wasn't so dark. It's an incorrect, uh, based on the facts on the ground in the sky. It's not correct. You want to make machazes, just print out a black piece of paper. But I've seen that, and it had stars, which is a problem unless you hold this head to the Islamic, which Ramesh already brings. Is machlek is whether that application is true. Yes? And the yid in the nighttime picture was with a moon and the stars and, and a nice young boy sleeping soundly, right? Yeah. Okay. So as I said, it's not just safe and gracious. Uh, it was last week. So Ramesha would say if that if that increase that's needed to increase the understanding and the perception of the young child, then maybe that would be considered Islamic. Ramesha will lead to that and we'll see that inside soon. So he wants to know how to explain to your kid that uh, maybe you shouldn't do it. So the first thing you explain to the kid is that there are Pesachim that are Makal and Ramesha is probably one of them. How far would you go with Islamic? Is it necessary to bring on Pasha sheets and Pasha's uh, boy with this? Uh, I don't know, but possible. So, first thing is, you shouldn't attack the Rebbe of the Mara. You should say, oh, it's a beautiful picture. And then when they get older, they'll understand you. Then you can say, I ain't whatever number this is in the series, and they'll hear all about it. You should, even with less to rely on, you should never be attacking the Rebbe of the Mara because the kid's not going to understand. He thinks, oh, if he might be wrong about this, and this is not wrong, this is only what they rely on, they might be wrong about this, that, and the other thing. And the child has to respect the Rebbe in the mirror. So you've got to be very, very careful about that. And here it might be Liz Lamed, and if the family minig or you want to be machmer on it, uh, you, when they get older and they want to stop do their drawings, tell them, it looks like a real son now, you can't do that Sunday afternoon. And if you want to do it to redo Makas Cheshech, then you can call and ask, should we rely on that? Would Ramesh include that in his hetter? Which we'll, when we see it inside, we'll, we'll discuss. Okay, with that, we'd have time now to give out at least the picture format so the people are not here yet. Now, uh, people online, I encourage you again, look ahead of time to print out the various things. We've been adding a lot of my cameras tonight. You got one, Tzadik? It's not, not the game for tonight, but I did send another one. Okay, so Tzadik's usually putting them on pretty quickly, but look for them and look for the, when they see it, they see a number? They see a PDF number? So just be familiar with PDFs, and then when we get to one, feel free to yell out, please do. Uh, what number it is. This one's very easy. It has all pictures on it. And the next Mar Malcolm in this set is all pictures. As a matter of fact, they're all pictures. Fascinating, incredible pictures. We're going to get a lot of mileage out of, but let me see it. This is the one you're looking for on your printout. And the picture is worth a million words here. Some of this is pretty wild. What? I'm sure they were careful. By the way, do me a favor. Could you have a color printed home? Can you bring me back your original two malachim, or the malach and the other fellow? Because uh, he seems to have been stolen. 
I, well, I leave a lot of things here. Well, can you print out another few of them if you can and bring them in? Okay, so that's something if you get it, we don't need it tonight, but I, I want to go back to it to show with all the background what it was. So, no, no, black and white doesn't do justice. We need big red, like the devil's got to look like the devil, and we've got to explain why. So, um, this is black and white, although the PDF they have was in color, so they can print out. You people online could print out a color one, it might look a little sharper. Um, not that much sharper, but uh, okay. So besides the picture that you had, which I can't show right now, but you were making a game, the Eitzahara game, the Eitzahara game for your kids, and you had a picture of a devil with a pitchfork. So thank you, uh, Yaakov and Shimmy in that corner. Immediately recognized, I don't know how quickly you were able to do that, but immediately recognized that pitchfork is not only not from Anshe Shlomenu, it's Chazetre from Greek and uh, other Avodah So... Don't make one with a pitchfork and with the tail, with the arrow. I don't know what he gets. He doesn't have a tail. I, we're going to get into very serious detail. We're going to learn a lot about Malachim without delving into Kabbalah and very Nagea for the Sugya. And it's going to take a while to build up. The different types of Malachim, like 10 categories, which we will, um, if you have a Chalayim, you got to know how to recognize them, Halavai. But it's Nagea because what you have in front of you is something sent to me from the house of a younger man in Lakewood. Um, they don't realize how timely that was. I'm listening to the shares. So they realize, but it's absolutely astounding. And I'd like any historians who are listening can weigh in. We have plenty. We have, we have, we have plenty of them. And take them. You go need them. Uh, never don't take a marmaka because you're bothering us. You're not bothering us. You know, it's always good to take. So... The, the guy representing the devil, the pitchfork, keep out the pitchfork. Otherwise, he has wings because the satan is working as a malach for a Baruch Hu, like everybody else's. And the white fluffy fellow you got, when we get back to pictures, I will, um, I will retake the, the shy left we finished with this. And uh, he didn't look clearly like a malach anyway, but there are many more angles lahokal. What you have in front of you is the cover of the Sefer Api Ravave. Now this uh, young amount of Lakewood ha- apparently had some very old farm around. This has not been IMSA at all. So he must have a collection. And i just guessing historically the reason this first picture even happened is because the Goyim controlled the printing houses and they printed things and only how many things can you object to when you're working with Goyim? And Mitam Avi, they let it be. Because the first picture you see on the left side, this is a picture, Sefer Abbe Rabbe has the Beishmul, some very chush of Achreinim here, which they printed as a separate Sefer. The original Achreinim, when they came out of Beishmul, the Taz, printed a separate farm. And then later on, as they got uh, better and had more money at the printing, they started putting it on the daf. So this is a very old Sefer, and I can't imagine... The, couldn't have been from people. I mean, maybe they weren't. They just didn't know. But it's supposed to have Moshe and Iron on the front here. We don't have the style to put any pictures on this farm. The whole thing is hard for us to imagine. But on the left is, well, what could have been Moshe Rabbeinu, unless you were drunk. And the right is Iron. Now, the one on the right with Iron, okay, he has the Cheshen. He's wearing the Mitznefes. He has Bitei Kahuna. Okay. That's wearing something on his head. The one on the left is a bizillion to the cover of Moshe Rabbeinu like I never saw. First of all, they cut and paste from Michelangelo. You can't 
makes such a horrible mistake. Michelangelo was an Amaris Daraisa, a very good artist. I don't want to get into the Losichan if the guy's dead. That's the next Sugi. But he was employed by the church because he was the best in the world. And um, all the tours in Europe, 95% of the tours, which you can't go on, is the church architecture and all the paintings of Michelangelo. So don't waste your money. Uh, there, there's a base island you can go once you're there, but it's mostly about the church. And you walk in, and he's got big pictures. There's some very famous ones. I never studied his art. He's got two very famous ones, both of which were such a big mistake that we're still suffering from the mistake out of One is the painting of Moses. I don't want to use Moshe Rabbeinu because it's Mamesh Abizayin. And bringing down the tablets, which he has in some sort of one, two, three Roman numerals. Like, I don't even know what they're thinking over here with this one. And he had cor- horns coming out of his head because he mistranslated the Karen as a horn because somebody, one of the Galachim probably said, I, I, I learned Baba Kama. The Karen is a horn. That's an easy one. I, you got to be like, you got to be past drunk to make the mistake. But it became an international idea by all the guy, and the Jews had horns. So you will be on a business trip in South Carolina one day and bump into a hillbilly who never met Orthodox Jews, and he'll either ask you to take off your yarmulke and your hat or tell you that the reason you're wearing a yarmulke hat is because you're hiding the horns. And just agree with him and smile. It doesn't pay to get into the whole thing. Michelangelo, you've got to get to the office and come back for a night setter. So. But that's how bad and entrenched the mistake is. Why somebody would put in the Heliga Sefer, the Ape Rabbi, a picture of Moshe Rabbeinu without a yarmulke, without a hat, with horns, and then Moshe Rabbeinu was not a Nazir. He was many great things. But he has here a picture of Moshe Rabbeinu like he needed a haircut four months ago. It's a bizarre, the whole thing is a bizarre. It looks like it was cut and paste in Mazarenda. At a time of the Ape Rabbi, they couldn't even cut and paste because they didn't have computers yet. But it's a bizarre. I don't know who allowed this only a guy would put this on. Like, why would you take for Michelangelo? I'm pointing that out. The, uh, the, like the printing company, the publishing yeah, I said that. That was my Agdama. That was my Agdama. Yeah, so that's why I said they were not, I'm not blaming anybody. This is in the hands of the guy. And they had to put up, remember, with the Maharami Padua and his competitor. That's exactly why. I, I, what? I guess so. I just. There are historians from historians who specialize in this. I'd like to hear more data, but there's something very bizarre, and this is crucial. I'm pointing this out for a reason. Not just because I, you know, I felt bad even printing this, the design and measurement. I'm saying this because we're going to try to bring rayas from what they were doing. You can't bring any rayas if the first picture you see is completely wrong and a design and shouldn't be there. Moshe Ben didn't have long hair, and he wasn't carrying. Luchas, okay. Carrying two luchas, even the luchas are wrong. He's carrying two luchas and they separate. They separate after he dropped them, not before. The whole thing is, and he didn't have horns and he wore a yarmulke or a hat. So, okay, the last one you could debate. They didn't wear a yarmulke later, Minig. I'm pretty sure he was wearing something in his head. The whole thing, he's wearing a strimal or a borsalino, whatever you say. Even what, that doesn't bother me, but it didn't look like this. That, that's for sure. The only thing they got right, maybe, is the beard. I, I, you know. And the rock, no, it's ridiculous. Because he covered his face. Yeah, but he didn't have horns. Once you see the horns, I don't know how clearly you can see the line. The horns are Michelangelo, uh, not Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, so now that we, we put that clearly on the page. Yeah. So he took a horn. But where would you get an idea of horns? So he improvised the Michelangelo. Whatever. It's not Jewish. <laughs> So why would you make a picture? It's the last picture you'd make of Moshe Rabbeinu. 
Iron again. Iron is a, looks pretty. Got the It's pretty decent. Okay, we have a tree at the bottom. I'm not sure what that's all about. They're just. I, I want to point out the kashas before we bring rayas because the rayas are going to be rayas and any kashas you have going forward are shvach. The only thing that's correct is the writing in the middle that tells you the godless of the three achrayim and the safer. Okay, so so that's the what. Uh, okay, I don't think we have to darshan because I, if you can't explain the first one, I don't know if you explain the other ones. Now, the that's just the the introduction to show you what to be like. But the problem is, you look at the other one. These are various from or pretty ancient, but from various kufas. And I'd rather not say what I just said by all the pictures we have in front of us that they're all dead wrong and you can't be. I'd like to say that they try to comply with the sugi over here. So what did they draw? Again, I'm, I just. Remember the disclaimer that you can't bring any kashas and rayas, but a lot of these pictures did appear in Leda's farm as well. There seems to be a theme. Here we have, and this is especially noteworthy. Didn't realize the godless of the pictures they sent. In the middle, this is a safer, the Turizov. That's the Taz. Now, you might wonder why I'm pointing that out. Taz is going to play a major role in this next part of the sugya. So the Taz is less safer. I would expect to see what I'm looking at. I can maybe ask you, but possibly another Taz. Again, then we have here, very popular, Moshe and Aaron again. Uh, Moshe was a nice and a tegra. I'm not, not taking away anything. <laughs> we just spoke about this in Shul, about the Shavah, the Rashi, but I, I, I'm not sure where this developed from. But if you look at the middle again, Turizov, Ebenezer, Bir Nechmod, Lagain, Rabdabal, Turizov. That's the Taz. Now on the Daf together with the rest of Ebenezer and everybody else who was fit to be print there, all the other Chashavach Reina. Okay, now look at the top. And this is a theme that's around a lot. I don't know what's in the middle and what that's supposed to be. Do- do- yeah, it looks like a harp. Yeah. Okay. It says David there. Uh, it says David? Okay, it was too small for me. Okay, that fits. David, I guess, Hashem Ataz. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Again, this whole thing is so foreign to us. This is fascinating. This is like the, one of the early printings of the Taz. That wasn't bothering me, uh, except for, you know what, before we get to the Malach, I must point out, if that is a clear head, it's just a little bit small, you could see that's a pretty detailed head and body. The Taz is going to be the shita that holds that you can't, the Mahabra Paskins, that humans, if they're not 3D or mutter. And the Taz is going to bring many Rishan and say he doesn't understand what a Mahab was Makal, and it should be Osir. So, so Mesh and Iron are a little less clear, but again, I don't know if my black and white copy. It's a problem over there. And then Davin and Melech. The meaning is a huckle. We print pictures, but the Taz is not too happy about it. There's a second Taz in the same Simon, which I will show you, that holds that maybe it's only Osir even if it's 2D, if there's Shakua where it's in relief, and then there's Baylit. There is a Taz that mentions Mabimiyash of the Machzarim, which I don't have copies of here, that had Mazalos all over the place, which we mentioned at the time. And he says, maybe the Yishav is, if it's just ink, it's not below or above, then that's just Chazus uh, Abama. That's not a problem. He suggests that as a Limas but he's not too happy about it. He himself says in both places, it's better not to do it. So it's just ironic. You have the Taz, and you already have three people, three great pictures of great Tzadikim in Tanakh before you even get to the top two Malachim. Now, speaking of Bizyanus, I'll end with this for now. We'll, we'll go back to these pictures tomorrow night. These Malachim, first of all, whoever said Malachim uh, don't get uh, completely uh, clothed. I don't know. The whole thing is, uh, 
a little strange, but I won't harp on that part. You have a harp here. I won't harp on that either. Okay. You have a malach over here. You have a pretty clear-cut face of the malach. And again, the malach has long hair. A malach's not zero, so now. This just, Brian, you can't just... The Gayim seem to be in charge of the drawings over here. And then you have a malach on the other side, also with long hair. Now, these malachim, I'm going to throw out certain types of malachim in terms of the phraseology, and we're going to try to get into what each one is going to mean, but let's call this, they're holding up, it's uh, safer, you're holding up the luchus, uh, maybe they're supposed to be like the kruvim, then the kruvim it has a face of a human, and one's supposed to be a female, one's supposed to be a male, so one of them if they had long hair wouldn't bother me, I'm not sure which one's which, I'd guess the one on the left is the Mikaver, the one on the right is the Zacher. Um, so then they have faces of humans. So it's a picture of the Kruvim with wings. And two wings, I might point out. So is this a raya that you could draw Malach? And the problem is that Taz is the Achron who highlights that we should be Machmer, two-dimensional by humans and certainly everybody else, including the Malachim. So that's why I preface Moshe Rabbeinu has horns, then I don't know if we have a Kasha, but... Rather than say everything's fair, I want to show you how the mini became very popular that they drew malachim like these kruvim on the top, as we'll see. So uh, we're going to raise all the questions before we even attempt to understand the sugya, and we'll continue Mitzvah tomorrow night.